The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to Shy and Mighty with me, Nadia Finer, and today I'm joined by Steve Witt and he's here to talk to us a little bit about his journey from being shy to becoming shy and mighty. So Steve, do you want to tell us all a little bit about you and your very impressive work and business? My name's Steve. I currently run a travel company called The Travel Franchise. We are now one of the largest travel companies in the UK, which is quite surprising given my shy background and upbringing. It's my second big company that I've successfully built now. So I sort of like to think I'm a serial entrepreneur, but at the same time, possibly one of the shyest people you're going to meet. And my other claim to fame is that I was national windsurfing champion few years ago now yeah so I love being on the beach on my own out windsurfing yeah I love building successful businesses as well I love the combination of pure solitude in the middle of the sea so you don't have to speak to anybody and then you at the helm of these successful businesses it's really hard to imagine that you are in fact a shy person given you know, the way you come across, but also the things that you've managed to achieve. When did you first realise that you were shy, would you say? Very early age. Growing up, I was actually born with a sort of uh, enlarged palate in my mouth, which meant it was very difficult for me to speak. Many years of speech therapy, so that made me very shy, not wanting to talk, not very confident. So all through school, I was the shy person in the playground, the one that was getting picked on all the time. So I think that was probably a clue or a giveaway back in those early days. Mm. Yeah, and I know how that feels to be self-conscious about your voice. It's one of those things, I think, that you carry it with you everywhere you go and it, it makes you not want to say anything. <laughs> which, so sorry, um... it's, it's still with me today, so I, I'm always very self-conscious of that. I think we sound splendid, though, on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think anyone I'm glad would. You, glad you think so. <laughs> yeah, so... You said that you were bullied. That must have been awful. I, I really feel for anyone that goes through it these days. But you know, back when I was probably at school, bullying was uh, just one of those things that you accepted. It wasn't frowned upon in the, the same way it was today. But it, it does affect you. It does give you a real hurdle to have to overcome. It sort of makes you really, really self-conscious. And you, you don't like stepping out of your comfort zone. You don't like drawing attention to yourself in case you get picked on even more I think so yeah it does make it tough but at the same time I guess it does build you into what you are today so uh, as much as a real negative at the time I think I've, I've turned it into a positive these days. Yeah I think it makes you stronger in the end doesn't it? it gives you a kind of inner inner determination and strength to push past any obstacles and to be more resilient in the long term. Totally. I think it's, it's easy for people to not do that as well. I think, you know, I've come to terms with it. I've sort of had training and learned to understand how to turn it into a positive. But if you've not been lucky enough to have that sort of training or someone to help you through it, then I can see how it could stay with you for a long time and also define you in a negative way. So I think it's important to try and help 
get that understanding and, and turn it into a positive if you can. Yeah, I totally agree. Through school then, do you think that your shyness held you back from achieving your full potential? I think it did from the the social side of things. So I sort of feel like I missed out on all the fun stuff at school in a way. But the positive was I turned into a bit of a geek. So uh, um, (laughs) geek is good in my opinion or nerd, whichever way you look at it. So I became, you know, a SWAT. I really put my head down, studied hard got good grades for sort of GCSE type levels so that was good but I wasn't the most fun person in the playground. Maybe not the most fun (laughs) but one of the most successful so (laughs) (laughs) do you think school and the education system is designed to support different styles of learning or different personality types? I think it is now, probably 20, 30 years ago when I was at school, it probably wasn't quite the same. I think they're much more inclusive now and there is a lot more there to help, possibly even to the extreme where we do wrap people in a little bit too much cotton wool. So it could, you know, you could turn people into being shy because they're not exposed to some of the the harder things in life. Obviously, I haven't been through school lately, so I'm guessing at that one. And do you, th- you mentioned turning it around. Do you think, is there a positive side to being a shy sort of a person? I think so. I mean, personally, the way I've sort of turned it around, I, I use it to my advantage from the point of view, I think people relate to shy people better. Most people are probably shyer than they are confident, if that makes sense. So I think when I'm in a room, when I'm talking to people, when they realise I'm quite shy, people warm to you more so I think it definitely helps in that respect yeah I think you're right I mean I feel like when you when you make a connection with people whether you're face to face or over the phone and you're talking when they realize that you're you're real that maybe you have got fears or you're you're not feeling like the most kind of boasty (laughs) overly confident loud person in the room I think people connect with people like us better because we're more honest and in fact sometimes the the people that seem to be the loudest and the the most bullish are often hiding the fact that they've got some insecurities or doubts going on in their mind I think that's really really true I think the the louder more brash people also turn people off or away from them so it's harder for most people to relate to them. I find that when talking to, to new people, if you start to talk about some of my fears and insecurities, they say, oh, yeah, that's me as well. And so they relate to you much quicker. And then you start a conversation and you find that common ground to start talking about. So I think that really does help. So perhaps when we're networking, meeting new people, admitting that you're nervous or shy can actually help start the conversation and put people at ease rather than it being rather than it showing you as a weaker person. Totally. I mean, I do presentations to sort of new trainees in our business most weeks and I'm on stage quite a few times per year. And one of the first things I say to everybody is I am probably the shyest person you'll ever meet they all laugh they they all think I'm joking and then I sort of go on to explain my shyness and it's oh yeah no that makes sense that is me and it sort of puts them at ease and then they understand because most people look at me and look at what I do and think there's no way I could do that because I'm so shy as in them Mm. 
And then I talk about my shyness and all of a sudden, yeah, well, if, actually, if Steve can do it, then maybe I can do it as well. Yes, I love that. And I think it's so inspiring for people to see someone who's turned it around. I was at an event recently where one of the main speakers was describing her journey to success, if you like. It was a kind of chronological blow by blow one of those talks and I was sitting there listening to it thinking hmm this does not do anything for me (laughs) because there's just you know it's like I did this and then I did that and then this happened and so not only is it boring but I felt zero connection to the person because I thought well she's clearly the way she is and I'm not like that so it means nothing to me and I think when we show the human side and we build that connection with our audience, I think that's when more like magical stuff happens, don't you? Totally. And I think especially with the type of business that we've built, there is this tendency to put uh, myself and my business partner on a bit of a pedestal because we've built a big business. And it's to a lot of people, they think they can't do it because whether we've been gifted it or sort of we've had some lucky break they don't actually appreciate we are human and so once you start to explain more about you know we are just like them and we are human then all of a sudden they start to realize that yeah I can do this and it is within my reach though I that's the sort of thing I like doing is inspiring people by showing that you know I am exactly the same as them and it is possible for anyone to do yes oh I love it so do you get nervous at all anymore or has it just become something you're so used to doing that now it just feels like normal to get up in front of hundreds of people if you'd seen me five minutes before we started this you would totally appreciate how nervous I get absolutely get nervous all the time in fact I probably get more nervous on one-to-one type basis like this than I do bigger crowds now but I'm petrified all the time I think there's never a time I'm not nervous doing anything like this. And the secret for me is something I was taught quite a few years ago now, which is the nervousness, the butterflies in your stomach simply means you want to do a good job. And when you think of it like that, you think, yeah, that's true. I do want to do a good job here. And that's why I'm nervous and why it sort of manifests itself as shyness is because I want to do good or be good. So that's how I look at it now. And uh, it seems to work. Yeah, I do similar thing. I think it's excitement. I think, oh, I'm excited. That's why. And it does seem to work, although you end up having these funny conversations with yourself. (laughs) I don't obviously have them out loud, but sometimes feel like I should be standing in front of the mirror, like something out of a film, yelling at myself (laughs) to kind of get on with it. But it strikes me how it's almost a minor miracle any time one of these episodes actually goes ahead because you've got me coming up with all the excuses (laughs) like in my head thinking oh maybe I'm just too busy perhaps I'll cancel it perhaps you know just in a typical kind of procrastination styly and then the person I'm interviewing is doing the same well yeah the thing is you it is just in your head isn't it because you don't sound shy at all just like people I probably don't sound shy but reality is inside you you are absolutely sort of scared you know almost scared each time you do these things but it works 
Yeah. And so hopefully, I mean, it would probably be painful for people to listen to if we both kind of came across with fear in our voices or like chattering teeth or something like that would be horrible. But yeah, I guess know this, that we might not sound nervous, (laughs) but it's there and we pressed on and we did it anyway. So I feel like that's a really good we're leading by example exactly. and we're showing people that it can be done. And I'm um, reassured, actually, you're human after all, because <laughs> when I was when I first read about your successes, your business, I was thinking, oh, gosh, you know, what am I going to say to Steve? He's going to think I'm a right Wally. I'll have to cancel. But then obviously talking to you now, I know that you you're still feeling these things but you have put things in place to enable you to overcome those feelings well yeah and I think it's practices as much as anything else because you know when I first it got suggested that you interviewed me I was sort of like oh I can't possibly do that you're a successful podcaster why would they be interested (laughs) in me you know what have I got to talk about and I got really nervous so um it works both ways and people just don't realize that but the first time I ever had to talk in front of anybody all I had to do was stand up and introduce the guest speaker all I had Mm -hmm. to do was stand up and say ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming here's our guest Cliff but I literally got one syllable out and somebody else had to take over I was that nervous I couldn't do it so that's how bad I was when I first ever did it but today you know I can go on stage and talk for an hour and people have to drag me off but it's simply because I've done it you know 200 times now and it's just simply practice yeah I think I have a similar experience with my work where it is just practice and a point that we we shouldn't forget is that it's also being confident in your knowledge of the topic the thing that you're actually sharing so when you're giving a talk, if you're talking about a subject that you're an expert in, or perhaps it's your own personal story, or you're presenting something that you've spent months working on, you know your stuff. I often have to try and remind myself that I'm probably the only person who knows this stuff and would say it in exactly the way that I'm going to say it. So even if perhaps I'm talking about business, pricing, for example, I remember I was giving a talk in New York about pricing and someone who is clearly not a very nice person said to me, what do you know about pricing? And it made me question myself for a moment. And I thought, well, actually, I know enough about pricing to give a talk on it and I've been invited to do so. But also I have my personal perspective on pricing. not going to win like a Nobel Prize <laughs> Nobel know. pricing prize <laughs> <laughs> you never know but I can talk about it from my own point of view and I, I think when you realize that you don't have to know absolutely everything you know what you know and you've put the work in and done the preparation I feel like that helps get rid of some of the nerves at least absolutely and I think one of the things I've come to learn is when people do say negative things to you I've, I've learned that it's probably them, not you, that's at fault or got the problem. They don't know how to communicate or they don't know how to deal with other people. I don't take those sort of things as personally as I used to because I've realised that they may not have meant it like that. They've just not understood tonality or how to phrase the question better than what they did. 
So I, I cut them a little bit of slack these days. I like the way that we can <laughs> look at them and think, well, they've clearly not got a really good grasp of the English language. <laughs> exactly. And that's why they were such a meanie. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's them, not me. Yeah, I like that way of looking at it. If you could have a conversation with your younger self, the you at school where people are being mean to you, what would you say to your younger self? What advice would you give yourself? It's a really tough one because you could say give a lot of advice and practice more and ignore those people. But the reality is I'm not sure I would want to give myself any advice because actually it shaped me into being what I am today. So those tougher times have probably made me tougher and harder now or more experienced or I've learned to deal with that. So would I want to change it? I'm not sure. My shyness is part of me. So I'm not sure that's really a problem. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but in my head, that makes perfect sense. It does make sense because I've been doing some research into shyness as part of this whole project. Because obviously, when I first set it up, I immediately got the doubts and thought, well, who the hell am I to talk about this? I don't know enough about this. I must go and read other people's books about it and do my research because otherwise they'll know I'm a fraud and no one will listen to anything I've got to say. And I've been struck by the number of books where they position shyness as a problem, something to be fixed, as if it's some kind of disability. Yeah. And, yeah, I can understand why they would jump in and think that, although I think it's really irresponsible. But personally, I like you, I don't agree. I think it's part of who we are. Someone suggested to me that it isn't even a good thing to give it a label and for people to kind of identify as shy because it's kind of owning almost a disability. I just don't agree. I feel like it shapes who we are. It's the way we operate. And I think the world needs more considered people. I think you can be both or you can you can have your shyness. But once you've worked out what you want to achieve in life or, you know, what your purpose is, your why or your objective how much do you want it so for me I wanted to build a successful business and I realized that to do that there were times I was going to have to step out of my comfort zone not be so shy because there are times when when you're leading a team of people they want a leader they don't want someone shy and timid at the front leading them because that's not going to work so well so I go into work mode that sort of leader role and I hide my shyness or I I put on the the front the act if you like that I'm super confident and it's not an act because I am super confident about my work but that doesn't mean I'm I'm being a fraud or I'm not being true to myself because I'm I'm still happily relax into shy mode as soon as I finished doing the work mode yeah it's like one of the exercises I get clients to do and also the members of the shine mighty society is to create a super you that you can switch on to when you need it and it sounds like you have a similar thing it's almost like putting on your cape or I've got some serious glasses (laughs) which I put on in certain situations um, that make me feel more confident and more grown up perhaps and able to deal with things. So I'm not having a personality transplant and I'm not pretending exactly. It's more just kind of 
tapping into a stronger part of me, a more confident part for a particular task because it serves me to do so in that moment. And then, like you say, when you relax at the end of the day, you can take those glasses off or the cape. You might look a bit weird if you have a cape on while you're watching Netflix (laughs) in the evening and relax into being your, you know, your normal chilled out self. So I'm interested in the world of business, whether you meet a lot of kind of quieter, shy people, because my prejudiced view of business growing up and business in inverted commas was that you needed to be the kind of Alan Sugar type personality to succeed. You know, someone who would push past anybody else, wearing a suit, buy, sell, all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously that's not true, but there's still a sense that in order to be successful, you need to be, I guess, bullish or prepared to kind of sell your gran, you know, to succeed. As a shy person, what's your experience of the world of business? I think you've got to be happy doing whatever you're doing and you've got to be comfortable and I think sort of ethics and values are really important to me. And I think I've tried being the Alan Sugar type role. Uh, nothing against Alan Sugar in case he's listening. But um, <laughs> I the, don't uh, think he's going to listen. You never know. He might be. Oh, my so, God. If he is. Hello. <laughs> so I, I've tried that harder approach, but it's not me. Well, I know that when I've tried it, it sort of backfired on me and I'm not comfortable doing it. So I end up being a, a lesser leader. So I would much rather be comfortable what I'm doing and be strong at my way of doing things rather than try and be somebody else. But I have plenty of people I aspire to be like or admire for what they've achieved, but I'm still going to do it my way because I'm more comfortable doing that. I'm not going to upset people if I don't have to. I'm not going to sort of be too bullish and make too many sort of waves along the way. I want to inspire people. I want to do things the right way. I want to be super confident what I do and see what happens basically and it's it's not worked out too bad sounds like it's going pretty well (laughs) (laughs) i'm intrigued as someone who has grown a bigger business when you're leading teams of people how do you create an environment which works for variety of personalities so i'm assuming that some of the people who work with you are maybe louder more confident people and then perhaps you have others who are quieter and shy even within your teams but how do you create an environment that works for different personalities you have to recruit and bring people into the teams who are going to be complementary you can't have them too too extreme otherwise it's never going to work and you know i've experienced that in the past so you've got to be more mindful you know they often say you know, hire slow, fire fast, because you've got to pick the right people. But you're not going to pick all the people who are exactly the same because you do need different personalities. My business partner, for example, Paul, completely different to me. You would not find someone who is less shy. (laughs) So when you look at us together, you would think we, we are chalk and cheese and how on earth do you two get along almost because you're so different. But the reality is it works really well because our skill sets complement each other and for the entire team we have I would say that's the same so you have certain people in the team who who are the the louder people because they need to be the sort of the, the leaders of each team and then you have the people who are 
quite happily to just head down, get on with the work and churn out you know, a lot of great work because that's what they're really good at doing. So I think we, we pick the right people and then we have a lot of communication, but comfortable small team communication. So you never have people having to talk in front of large groups or anything like that. We have daily get togethers, sort of what we call pulse meetings in small groups so that everyone's comfortable talking and then that shared knowledge means that everyone's really comfortable with what they do and that seems to work really well yeah i like the fact that you've got the smaller groups going on and not necessarily demanding people who are less confident to be heard in intimidating meetings yes i think that's much more conducive to getting everybody involved isn't it in the discussion and yet sometimes i think organizations could really pay attention to that particularly Yeah, in certain environments, it seems to be the case that they've built a culture where quieter people have to literally shout to be heard, which is super painful for lots of us. Yeah, I like the idea of those pulse meetings. It sounds a lot less scary. It is, and we we give everyone the opportunity to talk, and they pretty much have to, but it's such small groups, it's not a problem. But we all say the same we have the same structure, so you don't have to work out what to say, so it makes it really easy for everybody. Mm. Oh, yay, that sounds much better. And people are going to get a lot less sweaty. We have a theme that runs through this podcast around sweatiness. <laughs> the fact that <laughs> if we can do things to make an experience for shy people less sweaty, then that's a good thing. Brilliant. Sponsored by various deodorant brands, <laughs> probably. I love, the, I love the idea. <laughs> do you have any more advice for us? before we finish up that you think we could really benefit from in order to become shy and mighty depends on situations but i would say practice put yourself in situations where you are going to get more nervous because the more you do it the less nervous it becomes or it may not always become less nervous but you're going to become more used to doing it so you're more comfortable doing it you still get nervous and shy but you just get better and better so I actually look for opportunities to speak to people now because I find it it helps me and I like to put myself in those awkward situations that sounds really strange now I've said that out loud it does but I know (laughs) what you mean I think if we can maybe challenge ourselves at the end of this when you finish listening to go and talk to a person one person somewhere whether it's in a cafe or at the gym or pick up the phone to somebody or somebody new in your office speak to one new person and smile and just see what happens because people are generally nice aren't they oh they are it's just easy not to speak to people and to walk around looking at our phones or our feet and avoid conversations when actually I feel like our experience on earth is much more interesting when we we do engage with others totally great idea (laughs) let's see if anyone does it (laughs) okay well thank you so much Steve it's been wonderful and if anyone wants to find out more about your business and read up more about you where should they go Head on over to the travelfranchise.com and you'll find out all about me. Uh, there's plenty of videos, I think, there with, with me on as well. So, yeah, you, you'll get to see what we do and how we do it and uh, see how shy I am. <laughs> no, well, you won't because they'll see how successful you are. 
instead and they won't really know. I'm so glad that you came on this show with me today and shared your story with us. And it just really goes to show, I think, that when we see people being successful, you never really know what's going on in them, do you? And we shouldn't make assumptions about other people. And I'm really honoured that you spent some time with us and shared your journey. Thank you so much, Steve. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.